precisely at 129, I am going to direct your eyes to uh, Judges, and you're going to go to chapter 12, and I'm going to capture something for you that's an important picture to see. Now, since we're in the Old Testament, they all create imagery and pictures of the Lord. Where we're at through poetry, the precision of words that have been linked by God through the observation of a man, David, several others notable as well contributors to the Psalms. David is whom we are focusing on right now, who was also a singer. When you hear singing going on and it's inspiring to your soul, you need to understand that's a spiritual work that God is doing in you. It at times leaves you speechless. Most of today's worship left me speechless. Part of it is exercising a discipline on the voice that I'm gaining strength over, but part of it is simply being caught up into the expression of biblical truth represented by songs, both familiar and new to me. And so it, there's a reason that we emphasize worship. But following that, there's a reason that we need to emphasize the Word of God. The songs of God till the hearts of men. That soil can become brick hard at times based on what also hits it, which is perhaps what we would call the unnecessary sorrowing over the events of our life. Make it clay-like, substantive enough to hold you down when God is trying to lift you up. And so the music of the psalmist is intended to elevate the things of the soul. And in the same context, it is intended to furrow that heart so that as the word of God comes in as a seed planted, it is able to save your soul. I didn't say save you from eternity or for eternity because we know that our vested faith and trust in the Lord has accomplished that in belief. The Lord has already done that. All we had to do was simply come into agreement in that way. But when we talk about saving the soul, it means all of the beautiful signatured attributes that God has signed off in our life that makes us uniquely not only attractive to him, but stunning to the world. At times, the world can find in us that which shuns us. There is both the shunning of the world against us because of the spiritual work done in us, but it is also stunning. And the difference between the two is also based on a decision that somewhere in that cultural corruptness, one will be attracted to the light that shines from you and the voicing of confidence that you have in God and it's a remarkable work. I was looking at these three guitars as I was sitting here, and they kind of go from biggest to smaller. I know the history of those guitars because they've been with me a while. There was a guitar played that I have limited knowledge of, and that was the one that Stephen was playing. But I know the person who owns it. The person that owns it released it to somebody who made it their own. 
And that's a wonderful, beautiful example, too. Gifts that have been given to us, God distributes. You may say, where are you gone with this chapter and still 119? I'm kind of just overlaying for you what I hope to be an inspiring prelude to finding something in God's word for you today. But let me get back to the guitars. Let me get back to them. See, I suppose that much like we've seen characterized in cartoons, men can be like dogs, very distracted. Fetch, and we're off. Here's a bone, there's a squirrel, chase. But the guitars, to me, as I was looking at them, represented as well something very significant in our life. The one on the far left, the bigger guy, has been with me some 26 years. It's even older than that, probably manufactured in the latter 70s, early 80s. It's only one of 80 that has been made by that company. So I know that there's great value in it. And at times I was willing to take the value of that and sell it for diapers, in which there was another value greater than that. But the Lord allowed me to keep it. What I've noticed, though, in the years that I've had it is the color has changed. Do you see the mellow color change? If you contrast it with the other guitars, you can clearly see that there is a very beautiful hue of brown and orange and yellow, and that's come because it's aged. In other words, the patina has changed because it hasn't been protected. God's changing you, not because he has protected you, because he's exposed you to a world that, as you have trusted the Lord each and every day, begins to have for you in really the exterior of your spiritual presentation a beautiful work. You can't get that really authentically any other way. Ah, but what about the other guitar? It's darker. Now, I don't know where they were placed, but I know that originally I saw them. And there's the one that's bigger, dark like the one that Stephen played. And it's the one that Everest will play. He's the one that has written a song that will close the service off. And this is what I know about it. It's that color because it was manufactured that color. In other words, from the time that it was created, it was determined this will be your color. And to me, that represents what the heart of the Lord is. That sometimes we say, oh, well, it's in the wait. It's in the time. And God says, are you kidding me? I do this stuff in the confession of faith. I do it in the twinkling of an eye. Boom. And there you are. It's beautiful. It may not have the years behind it, nor the experience of the guitarist playing it, but it's a beautiful instrument determined from the time that it was created. That's what it's going to look like. I like that. Because you also need to have the assurance that as we move through the word, God has not made any error in his design of you, his craftsmanship, the artisan's skill. It's all planned. So what about the other one? It's the younger one of them all. Well, the dark one is actually younger, but in terms of its color, it's younger. Its journey has started well behind the larger one. They're both from the same manufacturer, company, Taylor. It used to be very blonde, not bald, blonde. But it is mellowed, but it's not as mellow as the older one. That comes with more exposure, more time. And therefore, in these little simple illustrations, I am saying to you 
the time spent in the Word, and in particular, what I believe is the essential of Psalm 119, it changes us, our understanding about God, the way that we handle the predicaments and challenges and crises that a majority of us in this church have faced, year one, year two, year three. I think this is like year two for me, in which there have been cataclysmic challenges in my life. How is God using that, desiring to stretch me, desiring me to be as well a part of the things that you were going through? That change might be ultimately the expression of a confidence that as I see those and as I hear them played, I can go beautiful. I can go wonderful. That's the emphasis. Wonderful. What a wonderful word wonderful is. In this chapter, you will see this used to describe by the Lord himself, his identity to two parents who had longed for and waited for barrenness to be addressed in their marriage. They would be the parents of Samson. And she's not the first woman in recorded history to have suffered for herself a barren womb. But extraordinary to this is the delivery of whom, as a child, they would receive, a judge of Israel. The thing that I like about this story is this. He wasn't a perfect judge of Israel, but God picked him. God gave the parents every ideology necessary and spiritual command to raise him as unto the Lord. The choice was ultimately Samson's on what he would become in the hands of the Lord. I say that again, pairing it up with Psalm 119 at where we will be, because wonderful will always be a declaration of truth. No matter what has happened in our life, the lie that we believed in, the path that we picked contrary to God's will, we must be able to and shall determine to say, wonderful, in spite of anything that happens, wonderful. And so just highlighting this for you, if you'll go down to verse 12, Manoah, this is the father of Samson to be, now let your words come to pass. What will be the boy's rule of life and his work? So if you want to understand the rule of your life and the work that you are doing to express that life that God has given, you stay in the word and true to the word. And the author of thy word all of these things, all of these things. He identifies what the woman must do in the time of carrying Samson. She's going to have a strict diet. He's going to be committed to God as a Nazarene. He will not cut his hair. I had no choice about the matter myself. Different. 
but he's going to stay in the charge and keeping of his parents who are understanding the law and the commandments and the precepts, the ordinances, the things that God has articulated to us in Psalm 119 is the path that his parents are on. So parents that may need to be encouraged even in Psalm 119, your kids get to make the choice ultimately of how they, in their rearing, become ambassadors and deliverers of truth on behalf of God. We have a season with them. Well, I've missed my season. You have a season now of being an intercessor, parents of prayer. God can always write the course of a child that errantly moves contrary to that course. But notice this. Then Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, please let us detain you and we will prepare a young goat for you. And the angel of the Lord said to Manoah, though you detain me, I will not eat your food, but if you offer a burnt offering, you must offer it to the Lord. Your offerings can be made on behalf of others, but the correction here would say, and what I will be getting to in Psalm 119, is as unto the Lord. What we do and how we do it is as unto the Lord. There are times in which what we do and how we do it doesn't come out at all the way we had hoped for or planned on. But we backtrack. We take steps, if you would, to account for that error. And we do our very, very best to make it right, whatever that costs, little by little, the Lord, as he has been detained here, he's making it clear why he yields, because he wants to see this couple to be able to express an honor for him. He will not become a part of what they would think is an honorable meal, but they will become a part of a very noble and honorable and awesome visitation by one who says, you know me, I am wonderful. Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, what is your name? That when your words come to pass, we may honor you. That's why very often I intentionally sing songs leading you with words in them that speak of the wonderful love of God. His name is wonderful. It's by no accident. I intentionally do it that on your lips, the name of wonderful, the attribute of God, Jesus personally signaturing your life is resonating in the ears of the Lord that I may honor you. And the angel of the Lord said to him, why do you ask my name, seeing it is wonderful? Seeing it is wonderful. How do you see? If God says seeing that it is wonderful, how do you see? 
seeing is the same as it has always been. It's not to believe, it is to believe and see. That was the interaction actually that happened. They knew something extraordinary had occurred. They missed it because they did qualify him as a man, but actually he would not be acknowledged, recognized from the heavenly perspective as simply a man until Jesus came to earth from heaven to be literally God as man. Wonderful counselor, Isaiah would declare of him. The wonder of it all. In Psalm 129, the verse, your testimonies are wonderful. Therefore, my soul keeps them. The testimonies, remember, as we have defined them, simply mean the way that God sees it. Can you affirm the things that God sees and says is good? Don't change it. And to be able to applaud him and say, wonderful. Are you able to say that? I saw this a couple of times this week. Lights in somebody else's rearview mirror. And though I wasn't celebrating it in my heart, I would say, Lord, can I say that when the law comes after me for what is interpreted as a violation of civil code behavior? Can I say that? Well, you've heard my story, so I'm not going to delve into that because sometimes I haven't said that. And I would certainly be careful not to lower my automatic window as I'm passing them going, wonderful! But what I'm saying is that the Lord does administrate through the law, and the law is getting torn up because of what? Rebellion. From the law. When rebellion from the law which is what God is talking about here, we have an unfortunate consequence in the social structure of a determined, from God's perspective, will of people living together in peace because they have a relationship with the God of peace and they are subordinate to the institutions that God has established. Your testimonies are wonderful. May I propose just a couple of things to think about? Full of wonder. Your testimonies are full of wonder. See, sometimes in my wonder, I can wander. But if it's about being full of wonder and the word of God is important to me that I might not wander, then it offers to me the invitation to present to the Lord the questions. Manoah and his wife actually were just questioning it. They weren't disrespecting God. They didn't have a full apprehension of this divine visitation, nor do many of us. Can't the company get this right? What a waste. Three wafers in one cup. There are people that would say, I'm going after the president. 
on this one. And I just look at it going, full of wonder, Lord. Full of wonder. If somebody said, could I buy that from you for 20? I would say, absolutely not. It's worth a 50, man. It couldn't be sold right now. I'm still wondering about it. How could this be? You've seen it. My hand went into a basket that a hundred of you also had your hands in. And as I'm pondering the worship, being quiet before the Lord, I study with curiosity. That's jam-packed. That's full. And I realized, because I chose to, it's just a statement saying, that's what I do. Do you realize that within the several weeks in which there has been a change in how the virus has been interpreted and evaluated, there's becoming to be this hunger and thirst and desire to fellowship. It's wonderful. It's wonderful that we are full right now in being able to take a wonder concerning the Lord. Some would say, can that invite the questions about God? It could, but God doesn't mind questions towards him. He actually knows how to reciprocate your questions and give you the answer that really you need to hear, may not want to hear. God's very good at that. He's not necessarily interrogative, but he offers the interrogative, the question mark that needs to be answered by all of us. How am I doing in my journey with the Lord when my tendency so easily is to wander from the Lord? Therefore, I shall be filled with my lips concerning the wonderful God who even in the crises of my contemporary life, the questions that I have about my life will not change in the attribute of being one to wonder over. Full wonder. And to me, the implication of that suffix is awe. You've seen it. That three blob scoop of ice cream in your cup and then before you can even ask for it the whipped cream and cherry and once they put that cap on it just <laughs> overflows and for the ice cream lover and the milkshake fanatic you're left in a state of awe they used to have 31 flavors and some other ice cream joints in Virginia. 31 Flavors is kind of our West Coast version. Forgot the one back in Virginia. But for anybody that could tackle this huge volcano of ice cream with whipped cream and bananas, it was yours. I kind of look at that now going, that was stupid. You just ate yourself into the hospital. See, I've been full of that which my eyes just took wonder over, and I went, ah, and I've regretted it. Because I have to know what it is that I want to be full of, that I'm in awe over, and that ultimately makes me ponder even more greatly 
the wonder of God, the wonderful nature of God. I've missed several times. I couldn't go to a claim jumpers restaurant in San Diego for 10 years because I decided to conquer like a four patty burger and eat their seven layer cake. No idea what I was doing. I only know that when I was through, I couldn't move from the table and I thought, I'm going to die at claim jumpers? This is ridiculous. And so I could never really enter into a claim jumpers ever again because I decided to get full on that which was not spiritual. I got hurt. I'm very careful not to blame a wonderful God for me wandering and my wondering and getting full on stuff that God had no intention of. I'm really careful to make sure that doesn't change a thing about him. What it does do is tell me I need to change for him. And I obviously can't do it on my own. Therefore, I now have a dependency upon God that as he is wonderful, I am full to wonder, to be in awe of what it is he does, even without cluing me in on it, even without my permission, he does it. I think this was very special for him to do this for me, to be able to say to you, wonderful, full of the body of Christ. If half of you were gone, or two-thirds of you were gone, would I be able to say, full of wonder, look. You see, I ought to be able to say this every single Sunday, and I will tell you, I do, just to come into the door, just to come into that doorway like you guys do. I'm just in awe. Oh, it's not all perfectly done. And by the way, Thursday I give credit to the 20-year-olds for all the painting. They went here. I was totally wrong. I don't know what that looked like on film, but I thought it felt pretty good, so let's keep it. So what I'm saying is that I, I was in this piece, the demolition, but there were actually people that had jackhammers and hammers and saws. I wasn't part of that. I was kind of like leading by, more like George Washington, <laughs> delegating. I wasn't even actually delegating. I was, I was Christy. I was really nothing. I was nothing. I saw everything being done, but I was nothing. God did it all. But I say that because one of our lovely members said, you, you know, we were in the back room painting, detailing. And I'm going, you're right. You were, you were the detailers. See, the 20-year-olds, to be quite honest, they just got the privilege of slopping it on and rolling it on. They did a great job, but in the back were the Michelangelos and the Michelangelos, the Sistine Chapel, inch by inch, Inch by inch. By the way, they were the ones that made the food that we came in to enjoy. So I just wanted to go on record. Wonderful his works and deeds to move a church in one week from one Sunday to the next Sunday to be in here in three years. May 1st marks that date. Wonderful the Lord has been. Wonderful 
to ponder and to question, not out of disrespect, but to respect him for the things that he has allowed us to be curious about, inquiry of. My parents would answer pretty much any question that I ever had because they wanted to teach me. And so one of the things that we need to understand is that wonderful God who has made us loves to teach us. And any teacher knows questions are going to come. Will response be finding agreement with what the Lord has indeed shared? So I love that particular chapter, just the reference. My name is wonderful. How do you not know my name is wonderful? Today, you ought to be able to say, Lord, you are wonderful. What you have done in my life under extreme testing, under extreme breaking, I trust you in the name of Jesus who suffered well in advance of me and ultimately for me and all of us, and this is nothing, to the preparation of being made in your image and for eternity. Oh, we want to get out of it, but the Lord says, get into it. Get into it and get along on the journey because of it. We're going to have challenges. It should not be in misunderstanding the Lord. The testimonies are wonderful. The testimonies are again how God sees things. And when you come into agreement with how God sees things and you're able to say wonderful as opposed to, huh, that's full of, uh-uh, the world says that. We say full of God, full of wonder. He is right. Therefore, my soul keeps him. We keep his testimonies because he keeps our soul. And his testimonies mean we do not argue with the manner and means by which he assigns the things, both spiritually, scientifically, and humanly on this earth. So stupid are we to see a culture, and I don't say we're stupid, but as a culture that believes in the foolishness of defining their own truth and qualifying their own science, I would like to see them defy gravity without a rocket ship. But that's the mentality. They will call themselves one thing. They will call the church another thing. They will say things about God that are completely lies. And it's a sad thing because they have not honored the testimony of God just heard a new report great band two of the three members of the band have gone on to do wonderful things for the lord michael tate who became the new lead singer of the newsboys great soul vocalists an awesome wonderful man of god toby mack remember him he went on to have a solo career some of the things you don't know and not simply trying to say that it's important that you know these, but, you know, Toby lost his oldest son. It's been quiet in terms of how, but his oldest son died. He's still cutting records. He's still touring. He's still extolling the Lord. That's got to be 
a heartbreak. We came close to it, but it didn't happen. We're in a different kind of breaking. But the third person of the band, and I believe his first name is Max, has joined a collective group of once spiritual mentors and leaders. And rather than being evangelists, they call themselves ex-evangelists. They no longer believe in doctrine. They believe in fluidity, flexibility. They believe that because we don't know all things, because we are emotional, therefore it gives entitlement to change the things that the Word of God says about the will of God, about the way God wants things done. And it's sad, because there he goes. And we've said before that when you turn from God, then ultimately you turn other people to question God, not about the wonderful things that he's done, but I wonder if I can believe you anymore because this person whom I love, the records that he's made, he's got a point. No, he doesn't. It's pointless. He's not pointing to God. He's pointing to himself. He's justifying himself according to the bent of culture which has moved from God. So just something to consider. It's sad. We've had probably within the decade at least 11 different performers who God gave high favor to to sing songs that extol him, turn from that path. And rather than being a voice piece of the wonderful God, they have been a voice piece of culture that says God's full of it. But I don't want to be filled with God. I can't believe God. I no longer want to follow God. Stay in the love of God today. Love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. When you bow your head to have your lunch this afternoon, and you enjoy the taste of that food, wonderful as God, in preparing your palate for that. The person that has put themselves into presenting that food for you. Yeah, well, I don't really go home and it's not a big table. Wonderful is the Lord God who moves you into a season of leanness that you might ultimately have a season of fatness. Wonderful is God. Wonderful indeed. Closing. The entrance of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. It's not hard to understand God, but I love that word. The entrance of your words begins at the entrance of that threshold. Begins at the departing from that threshold. The entrance of the word of God begins in the devotions that you have to God. The entrance of the words which give light are when my heart is open to the things of God, shutting out the cultural bent from God, and I am able to say, wonderful, 
full of wonder. Oh, the questions that I have. They'll be answered in eternity. But for a season, God will allow you to ponder, how did he do that? Why did he do that? Wonderful, Lord, is the mystery. Wonderful is the machine that erred. Wonderful is the person that was a believer who stuffed this thing knowing that God would put it in the hands of a pastor to say, I marvel, full of the body, full of the life of Jesus, full to the brim. Well, how do you like that for moving through two verses? Let's pray. Everest, come on up. Lord, we ask for your blessings on our time in this word.